At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, to my OG listeners, you all know the vibes, okay? Hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey, what's popping, what's good? Welcome back to another episode of your fave my loves first of all happy march okay happy march 1st i'm super excited for us to dive into today's energy report because there's a lot going on with astrology in the month of march and i want y'all to be prepared okay so we're gonna try to keep the intro super short just gonna cover a couple housekeeping things first of all i don't know if it's already been mentioned in another episode like in an actual live talking thing. And what I mean by live talking thing is, I know I've recorded like a little ad for y'all so y'all know that we are officially going to Bali in May 2024, but I don't think I've actually said it in like an episode, but we are going to Bali May 2024. I'm super excited about this trip. I hope y'all are too. I did do a survey to find out where y'all want to go, what y'all want to do, and then also what your budget was like. So Bali was the top spot. And yeah, I'm just ready for us to turn up, go out there and it's gonna be a good time so limited spots for this trip we have about 24 spots available but the first eight spots get $300 off the entire trip and after that it's gonna be full price so if you know you want to go to Bali if you know you're trying to meet myself and some other folks from Manifest Daily in the community definitely check out the show notes for the link to access the trip page and to check it out and uh, I also want y'all to know that you don't have to pay full price for the trip up front. I mean, I think you can if you want to, but one thing about me, if it's a payment plan available, baby, put me on that payment plan, like period. So there is a payment plan available. Y'all can just put down 25%, I believe, to secure your spot to make sure that you are there, that you will be there with us. And then the rest of it, you can just pay over time. And obviously we have over a year left until May, 2024. So you will have more than enough time to pay this off comfortably, comfortably <laughs> to pay this off comfortably comfortably and make sure that you're also taking care of the other stuff that you have to do in your life. So yeah, but like I said, I'm super excited for us to dive into today's energy report. These energy reports, I remember bringing them back and being a little bit nervous about them, but they have become some of my most downloaded episodes. So I know y'all are interested in the astrology of what's happening and you know, the vibe check, the energy report of it all, and just figuring out how to approach this month, especially with the timing of all the transits. So go ahead and grab yourself a beverage of choice, a little water, a little tequila, a little tea perhaps. I have myself an iced latte today from La La Land. I haven't been to La La Land in a minute, or I hadn't been to La La Land in a minute. And so I was like, I'm in the mood. So I did my grocery shopping this morning and I went over to La La Land. First of all, it was packed. I always forget how packed that coffee shop is. And if you live in Dallas, I think they also have one in LA or somewhere out in California. You know, I feel like La La Land is packed wherever. Like I I haven't been to the California one, but I, I would guess it's the same 
same thing. It's just good vibes there. Like the yellow colors of their branding, the way they always tell you like they love you when you walk outside the door, when you're leaving with your coffee. It's just a good vibe. And the coffee is also really good too. So I went over there and of course it was packed, but it was definitely worth it. They were out of avocado toast. That's how you know. That's how you know it was a busy ass morning. Cause I think I showed up at like maybe, oh, actually, you know what? I did show up late. It was like one o'clock when I went there because I went to the gym late this morning. I had a slow start to my morning, okay? So they were out of avocado toast, but I got myself a, what's it called? A cinnamon cruffin. It's like a muffin and croissant. And that was absolutely delicious. So yeah, but grab yourself a beverage of choice, whether you're having a little latte. Why did I say like that? A little latte. Whether you're having a latte, a regular coffee, black coffee, iced tea. I don't know, girl, whatever you sipping on, it's all right with me. And let's go ahead and dive into the March 2023 Energy Report. So we're starting off the month with Mercury going into Pisces on March 2nd. So this is like a very magical bang that we are starting off the month of March with. We have the dreamy sign of Pisces going into Mercury. And as we know, Pisces has the rep of being very intuitive. So around this time, you might notice that you're picking up on some more intuitive messages through your dreams, or you might notice that you're more likely to speak about things in a very like dreamy, ethereal way. Like you're not afraid to be fluid, flow with your words and thoughts it's giving very much delusional energy that energy that we've been talking about recently like the this this is that vibe okay this is a really cool transit especially for someone that's used to thinking in a very linear and analytical way so during this time you'll be more open to thinking outside of the box or really gathering some like out of this world ideas you might notice that things come to you and you're like oh how did that happen or where did that idea come from or like where am i getting this energy this vibe from trust it pisces like i said is very very, very intuitive. So if you're picking up on things, picking up on vibes and energy without necessarily like having a reason or analytical or like physical proof in front of you, trust it, okay? We talk a lot about trusting our intuition on the show and this is just a reminder to lean into that this month. When it comes to building up that trust with your intuition, you have to start practicing somewhere, right? You can't just go from like zero to a hundred. You kind of have to like trust yourself on these like small moments, these small things. And over time you build that trust with yourself and it gets better and better and easier and easier to lean into your intuition and lean into your inner knowing, especially when you don't have proof of certain things. This is also a really good time to think of some really cool and innovative ideas that seem absolutely magical and kind of seem a little bit crazy and just kind of like, again, out of the box, out of this world. It's also really important to remember that sometimes we do pick up on things with no physical proof just yet. So if you are getting these things and these feelings to maybe call someone or start doing something, stop doing Doing something, introducing something to your routine, anything like that, lean in and try to trust it. Ask yourself, what is the worst that can happen? Especially if it's something where you're leaning into something that feels kind of good or feels kind of exciting for you. This is a transit that has to do with the unseen, the bigger than life, the bigger picture, the dreamy, the ethereal. So our ideas, our dreams, and even the words that we speak will heavily reflect that during this transit. On March 7th, Saturn enters Pisces. And to all my fellow muffins with Saturn Pisces, get ready. This is the big day that things kick off. I feel like I've been talking about this for like the last six months because I'm just 
so excited about it. This is a transit that sometimes people kind of get scared of because Saturn is known to be this, you know, planet of like karma and challenge and just, you know, adulthood responsibility, those kinds of things. But honestly, I'm so excited for everyone going through this transit and all the things that we are going to learn in the next three years. So this is a big transit, okay? We've talked about it at length on the show recently, but to reiterate, if you're not super familiar, Saturn is like big daddy, okay? He don't come to play. He trying to teach you a lesson. One thing about Saturn, he gonna test you. And if you really want what you say you want, you gotta make sure that you're showing up in the way that you need to. You gotta make sure you're putting your action, your money, your everything where your mouth is. Otherwise, Saturn is gonna be like, oh, for real? You say you want that? Bet you ain't gonna get it because you ain't showing up the way you're supposed to, right? So Saturn is going to put you through some shit, but you will come out on the other side better, smarter, and wiser for it. This full transit is happening until February 2026 with a little bit of a break in 2025, but it is a long one. So this is a time where you're basically being inducted into astrology adulthood. To get more insight into what specific themes are gonna come up during your Saturn return, you need to figure out what house Saturn is in in your natal chart. So the easiest way to do this, especially if you are a beginner, is to grab the Chani app. You do not need the paid Chani app to do this. You can use the free one. But once you have your natal chart up, you wanna see which specific house Saturn is in. There are only 12 houses, so it's gonna give you a number one through 12. Once you have that number, you can look up that number and so basically Google it, right? So astrological house number three, what does that rule? Or astrological house number six, what does that rule? And once you type that into Google, you'll get a couple themes for the specific house. And this is gonna give you some insight into what lessons you might be learning during your Saturn return. So to give y'all an example, my Saturn return is happening in my second house. And the second house rules money, assets, finances, uh, self-started businesses, that kind of thing. So basically it makes sense that I'm going through my Saturn return. I am trying to buy a house soon. I'm also putting a lot of, you know, investment, a lot of money into my business around this time. So it really is going to be about me learning how to be more responsible when it comes to my money in order to build a really strong foundation for my future. Collectively, we're also gonna see some additional shifts in the spirituality realm. And because Saturn is also associated with discipline, like I said earlier, we'll see that we're forced to ground ourselves as well when it comes to our big visions. So you wanna do all these big, amazing things. And of course, you know, with the sign of Pisces, again, we're talking like ethereal in the clouds, you know, yada, yada, right? So you're thinking of all these amazing things that you wanna do, all these big dreams that you have. That's amazing, that's beautiful. Pisces loves to dream. However, Saturn is going to ground you and pull you back down to earth and make sure that all of the things that you really want to accomplish, you are setting the actual foundations for those things. You are taking the action, you are being committed, you are being disciplined. Because if your actions are not aligned with these dreams that you have, you may be in for a little wake up call that jolts you back on track during this specific transit. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, 
and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you wanna take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. On March 7th, we have a full moon in Virgo. As a fellow earth sign, I have extra love for my Virgo babies, okay? Stereotypical Virgo is about cleanliness, order, and the ability to zone in and understand the details. You might find yourself pulled into a space where you're really focused on the details of what actions you need to take. Virgo also has the shadow side that is focused on perfection and getting everything just right. So there might also be a need to release the pressure that you're feeling to do everything perfectly in life. Because as we know, perfect does not exist. So when it comes to the full moon in Virgo, I have for y'all some journal prompts that you can use if you're doing any sort of full moon ritual or full moon journaling experience. If you are driving or on the go when you're listening to this episode, I will add the journal prompts to the show notes so that you can go back and visit in order to jot them down. So journal prompt number one is where have I been pushing myself too hard to achieve perfection? How can I allow myself more grace in these areas? Journal prompt number two, where can I practice acceptance of self in order to release the pressure that I need to show up in a certain way always. And journal prompt number three is where do I need to do more letting go and accepting of divine time? On March 16th, Venus enters Taurus. We love the planet Venus simply because it represents the beauty, the aesthetic vibes, money, and of course, love. Venus traditionally rules Taurus and Libra, so Miss Ma'am is right at home in Taurus, okay? With Venus and Taurus, it's like you're able to see how beautiful and luxurious life can truly be. And because Venus deals with love and also money matters, this is a really good time to examine both, okay? So how do you feel about your financial health, but also how do you feel about your love? 
love life. What can be shifted in either one of these things or either one of these areas in order to make you feel more aligned and make things feel a bit safer and more secure for you? Taurus is all about safety and security. So this is really, really highlighted here, okay? It's giving commitment, it's giving stable investments, it's giving buying more long lasting pieces for your capsule wardrobe, saving for rainy days, and overall just finding really nice balance between enjoying the luxuries of life, okay? So going to get your massage, going to get your nails done, but also making sure that you are taking care of things so that you have that stability or have that feeling of stability that you crave. Do not forget to enjoy the luxuries, y'all, okay? One thing about me, I am a Taurus and I love the luxury of food. I have ordered sushi like a bunch of times this week and really, I am not gonna feel sorry about it. I am not gonna feel shame about it. I am not gonna feel guilt about it because that sushi was absolutely delicious. So do not forget to enjoy your luxuries either. Take yourself out on a nice little date, have a day at the spa, book a massage, go read on the beach. Whatever feels like luxury to you, of course, is gonna look differently to you than it does to me, but really just allow yourself to bask in those little luxuries and remember that life is beautiful. Then on March 19th, Mercury enters Aries. This one is giving spice. It's giving action taker. It's giving ask for forgiveness, not permission. And I am so here for it, okay? Aries is assertive, takes no shit, and is just here to get things done. It's the fiery trailblazer. And when Mercury is in Aries, this is the vibe when it comes to our communication. We're quick to get to the point, And when we communicate our ideas, they come across as sharp and concise. There can also be a struggle with being impatient patient at this time, especially if you're waiting on communication from someone or possibly like an organization, work, whatever, and they're taking their time to get back to you. I love this vibe because it's all about seeing what you truly think and feel. No beating around the bush. And like I said, I'm a Taurus and I feel like this is a similar vibe for Taurus as well. Like Taurus is just very honest, very transparent, very much like tell me how you feel and I will, I'll handle it. Like I'll understand, I will process as I need to, but I just like really, really, really appreciate honesty and this is like this is the vibe okay so I'm in my bag with this specific transit but this can also be a time when we're quick to share our feelings without fully considering how some people may receive whatever we're saying so just a little reminder here that during this transit it is important to kind of slow down just a little bit if possible and make sure that you're not stomping on someone's toes as you communicate whatever you need to communicate with them I mean a little two-step is good but like just make sure that you're not stomping on toes during this time okay our thoughts and ideas are more spicy, as I mentioned. So we're more likely to take risks and charge forward. And like I said, I love this because we're less likely to doubt ourselves. When we have these ideas, sometimes if you sit with them for too long, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, like, is this going to work? What are people going to think? You know, should I do this? What's the pros and cons? And again, Aries has that very like impatient kind of fiery nature to it. So around this time, you might just be like, fuck it. I'm going to just do whatever. I'm going to just go on. I'm going to move through. I'm going to figure it out later. I'm going to ask for for forgiveness and not permission. And I do kind of like that because I feel like the more that you take those risks and the more that you just like charge forward and, and choose to figure it out as things come, it is like good. And obviously on the other end, you do kind of need the balance of like thinking through some things and being strategic. But if you're someone that's used to kind of sitting around and overthinking a bit too much, this can be really good energy for you to actually start taking action and doing so without asking for permission. 
Okay, y'all, I just wanted to pop back in because in that last section, I talked a lot about action, but we are talking about the planet of Mercury during this specific transit. So yes, there is like, it's more so understanding how all of it plays together, right? Because at the end of the day, Mercury is about communication. It's about thoughts. It's about the way that we speak, the way that we express ourselves or express something. But at the same time, like your thought, like you, you have the thought before you take the action, right? So I'm kind of linking them together here, even though we're not talking specifically about a Mars transit and we are talking about Mercury, but I just want to make that clarification that this transit is not necessarily 100% about action, but at the end of the day, these things all link together because you're going to have a thought before you take some action. So when it comes to this idea of like spice and, you know, Aries bringing the spicy energy to our thoughts and our ideas and our communication, it might also affect the way that you do take action in some type of way. And we're going to talk a bit more about another Aries transit. And then towards the end of the month, we actually have a Mars transit that we're going to get into. I'm going to talk about how that will affect everything else, but yeah, just making that clarification. On March 20th, the sun moves into Aries. So when the sun moves into Aries, it gives very much life, rejuvenation, excitement, passion, just so, so, so much energy. This actually kicks off the astrological new year. So if you've personally felt like 2023 has been dragging a bit, or maybe it's been a bit slow for you, or maybe it's just, it just hasn't been super eventful and you're kind of like, it doesn't feel like a new year. Maybe after this particular transit, it will feel like that for you. So this might bring the energetic kick in your but that you have been wanting and needing. This energy is about seizing the day, literally, okay? And about doing the things that you feel called to do. No hesitation, no slowing down to wonder what will people think, it is go time. And we have another Aries transit right after this as well. So on March 21st, we have a new moon in Aries. And this is just, oh, all the Aries energy, okay? Hello, all my Aries listening. I really fuck with y'all, okay? Y'all are gonna feel this one. New moons are times of planting seeds. They're times of new beginnings. And with this being in Aries, which is literally the first sign of the Zodiac, this is right after the astrological new year kicking off. This is such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful time to start something. There is no better time than now to take action, especially if you've been putting things into place for the first bit of the new year. So maybe you're like, okay, I gotta get organized. I gotta set up these things. I gotta do X, Y, and Z before I actually start. Okay, you've been doing that. Let's go. It's go time. Like, let's actually start this thing. You've planned enough. You know what you need to do. Now it's time to actually do it. I don't want y'all sitting around and overthinking no more. Okay. This is giving major kickoff a new chapter. Hell, listen, it's giving a whole new book, baby. That's the vibe, a whole new book. So of course I have some journal prompts to y'all. So again, if you're driving, these will be linked down below or not linked. Oh my God. They will be down below in the show notes. So journal prompt number one, what am I incredibly passionate about right now? And how can I take action or continue to take action when it comes to this thing. Journal prompt number two, what are my favorite ways to celebrate myself after starting something new that I've been nervous to start? And journal prompt number three, how can I ask those in my community and my circle to support me when I kick off my new ventures? I'm super excited for this one and I hope y'all are too. On March 23rd, 
Pluto enters Aquarius. This is a major transit because the last time this happened was over 200 years ago. Pluto is closely associated with subconscious, power, secrets, death, and rebirth. And so with Pluto going into Aquarius, we're gonna see these themes playing out when it comes to technology, innovative movements, and collective systems of structure and power. There may be a shift in how we share, understand, or even delineate power or systems of technology. We've started to see a glimpse of this, especially with the democratization of AI and the rise of AI tools in everyday life. And this is just gonna continue to accelerate during this particular transit. Pluto will only be in Aquarius until June 11, 2023, but it's going to return to Aquarius in 2024 where it will remain for the next two decades. But that being said, these couple of months where we're going to have Pluto in Aquarius is going to give us a little bit of a glimpse, like a sneak peek into what to expect when Pluto goes into Aquarius for the next couple of decades in 2024. And on March 25th, Mars enters Cancer. So Mars is a sign that's typically associated with aggression or just like bold action. So when it's in a sign like Aries, for example, it feels very at home. Again, we talked about Aries, that fiery energy, that boldness, like you're just trailblazing all over the place, right? And when Mars is in Aries, we can feel that energy in a very intense and super positive way. It helps us to like, just take a lot of action very, very quickly and move forward with things that we may have been putting off for a long time. But when it's in a sign like Cancer, it's a little bit different. So Cancer is a water sign and it can be quite emotional and maternal in nature. So it's a, it's a weird place for Mars to be in some ways. One way that we can think about this and interpret this is that when this transit happens, we'll be more called towards taking actions that have to do with our home or have to do with maternal instincts perhaps, or have to do with our family. So maybe if there are certain things that you've been putting off when it comes to dealing with family matters, you might feel really called to take that action or do the things that you have to do in that specific area of your life. You might also feel called toward taking action around your home. So maybe like tidying up things in your home or doing like home repairs or doing something to turn your house into a home and make it feel more like a place that feels very comforting and safe and secure for you. Action taken at this time can also be a bit more emotionally driven due to the fact that cancer again is quite an emotional sign. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop, one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. 
I love to add in the squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the five-hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Hello, pile number one, and welcome to your reading. So this time we are just using tarot cards. And I went originally to pull two cards for you, but I pulled two cards and I was a little bit, not confused, but I wanted a bit more clarification. So I pulled a third card as a clarifier. So the first card that came out for you was the nine of swords. The second card that came out was the 10 of pentacles. And the third card that came out as a clarifier for me when it comes to the 10 of pentacles was the ace of swords. So let's talk about it, okay? If you pick this pile, you might have just gone through a really tough heartbreak of sorts. And this doesn't necessarily have to be like a romantic heartbreak. It could have been something where you really expected something to work out some way. Like you put a lot of your eggs in one particular basket. Maybe it was with like a job or with a particular relationship or with a particular venture that you really felt called to and drawn to. And it just ended in a way that you completely did not expect. You feel blindsided. You feel incredibly hurt. You feel like, why the fuck did I even spend time and energy and just anything on this because it just did not work out at all the way you thought it would. In this card, we have a woman who is sitting on the bed. We have the nine swords behind her, kind of like on the wall, and she just has her face in her hand. She is crying. You know, the word that comes to me is she's sobbing. She's heartbroken. And there's a lot of pain in the nine of swords card. And when I originally pulled this, you know, I, at first I was like, is this really the card for this particular pile? And I had originally put it back. I won't even lie to y'all. And I shuffled the cards again because my cards were kind of like, you know, in a disarray. And so I was like, okay, maybe I just gotta shuffle again. And then this card came flying out again. So this really was y'all's card, okay? And so for whatever you're going through, I just wanna send all my hugs. I wanna send just like good vibes, good energy to y'all because this particular thing, you might still be in the thick of it right now, or perhaps it was something that recently happened that you're kind of moving through, but it feels like a lot of pain. It feels like you are going through it, okay? However, let's get into the positive, okay? Let's get into what's going on kind of after or simultaneously. You have the 10 of pentacles and the 10 of pentacles, when I see this car, baby, I see money. I see abundance. I see wealth. I see riches and not necessarily just in like the form of money, but like you are taken care of. This card, it just shows all the pentacles. It shows this person. There's a kind of like, I don't know if this is like a family. There's like a guy in there. There's like a woman and a baby and like this, this older lady and a 
two dogs or whatever. But for me, this card really represents kind of like just you being taken care of and you having more than enough. This overflow of all of your needs being met, whether we're talking like actual, you know, money or we're talking about emotional commitments or we're talking about just you feeling as if you are in a very safe and secure place. And so, you know, th there is a disconnect between these two cards. We have the one card, which is a lot of pain, a lot of turmoil. The card itself is dark. This person is in a dark place. And then we have the other end where the card is super bright and jovial and happy. And it's talking about money and abundance and riches. And you're like, what? So that was where my, not necessarily confusion came from, but I was like, what is, what's in between point A and B, right? Because how are you going from where you are now, possibly with this turmoil and this heartbreak to the, the, the riches and to the abundance and to the overflow that's shown in the 10 of pentacles. And so that's when we got the ace of swords. And when we see the ace of swords, this for me represents like mental clarity. This is that like the light bulb going off in your head. It literally, you see the person holding the sword in the card and there's this kind of like sun behind it. And it's kind of like, y'all know when you get an idea and it's like, whoa, this is it. Like, this is the idea. This, this is the thing that I need to follow. This is it right here. And you kind of feel that like intuitive tug towards it, but it's also just kind of like, it's almost like the, the clouds in your head, all the cloudiness, the haziness goes away and you can kind of like see for the first time. And you can not only see, see, like physically see, but you can kind of see your thoughts. And so whenever we're in like a really, you know, sad or heartbroken place, I feel like there's kind of this like haziness that takes over right? You don't want to do anything. You're kind of feeling down. It almost feels like you're just moving through the day and taking actions that you need to take, but you're not necessarily really there. You're kind of like tapped out. And so this for me represents you tapping back in. There's something that comes to you, whether that be an idea that you, it's a, a brand new, fresh idea to you, or whether it just be kind of like this clarity that you didn't even know you were seeking, but it comes to you. And it's that mental clarity of like, you know, it's like a light switches. It's like flip flop <laughs> or like not flip flop, but like it's like the light flips or whatever. That's what it feels like to me. It's kind of like you're in this place. Things are hazy. Things are cloudy. You're feeling a lot of pain something switches for you. You have this idea, you have this moment of clarity and you're like, oh shit. And you take off, like you take off and then you get to this place where you have a lot of like the abundance, the overflow, whatever. This kind of reminds me of like, y'all know the vibe of like when you go through a breakup and it's like, you're in this really down bad place, but then you realize like, let me remember who the fuck I am. Let me remember what I got going on in my life. Let me remember what things I want to do. Let me remember what my goals are. And you kind of like have this moment where you're like, I'm a fucking boss. Like I, like, yeah, I'm going to feel the pain, right? Cause it's not about pushing the pain aside and choosing not to feel the pain. Like it's, it's about allowing yourself to go through and feel that pain, but also knowing you are a damn boss. Like you, you about your shit, you know, your shit, you got this, right? So whatever it is that you're going through right now that feels so painful, so hurtful, like it's going to break you. This is not going to break you. I promise you this thing right here, whatever you're going through, it is not going to break you. In fact, this is your villain origin story. I mean like good villain. Okay. This is the thing where you have that moment of clarity, where you have that moment where you wake up and you're like, yo, let me remember who I am. And you take off 
running. And when I tell you after you have that flip, after you have that switch and you take off and you do whatever you got to do, oh baby, you trust me, everything that you wanted, everything that you imagined having, everything that you've ever like dreamed of, it is coming in towards you. It's almost like whatever was in your path was blocking you from getting to that thing and it had to go. It had to go. And I know it feels like, oh my God, why did this have to end? And you know, again, you're in the, in the place of the pain. So it feels like it doesn't make sense. But one day when you look back on it, it will make sense. And you'll realize that this particular moment, when that thing, that person was removed from your life, when you had that abrupt ending that you did not see coming, it's because it was the beginning of every single thing that you've ever wanted. So I am super excited for y'all. Like I said, I'm extending hugs. I'm sending all the love to you, but baby, this is the very, very beginning. Trust me, this ain't your end. This is your very, very beginning story. Okay. Your villain origin story. Hello, pile number two, and welcome to your reading. So for pile number one, I got three cards, and for pile number two, I decided to pull three cards as well. So the three cards that you have are the five of cups, the hermit, and the five of pentacles. So my loves, March is giving a little bit of, a little bit of like a cloudy sky energy, okay? And I hate being the bearer of like not the most positive news, but I wanna say that these cards in general even though they may not have the most like positive meanings, I think there's something to be taken away from and learned from here. So let's go ahead and dive into this, okay? So let's start off with uh, the Five of Cups. And when we see the Five of Cups, we see a woman who is standing kind of like on a shore and she has, you know, these five cups and three of them have spilled, They're, they've fallen over and then she has two cups that are still standing. And then, you know, she's kind of looking down at the cups and there's this energy of like disappointment, right? It's a glue gloomy sky it's a gloomy day and it's just kind of like yo I really dropped three of my damn cups like not this shit happening right now it's kind of that vibe so the five of cups has to do with like regret or failure it's kind of just this disappointed energy right sometimes things happen to us and they're not the most amazing things right sometimes you kind of go through some more lower moments in our life and obviously it is a, you know essential to feel the pain and to make sure that you're not just pushing the pain aside and being like let's look at the silver lining in this however five of cups energy is kind of almost like this self-pity disappointing energy it's sort of like looking at the things that are going on around you looking at where you are looking at the things that you don't love about your life and instead of you kind of trying to figure out what it is that you can do to pick up those three cups and to keep moving forward you're just looking at them and you're kind of like well this sucks like I have three spilled cups you know what am I going to do from here this is just this this is not great this is not great so then we're also going to look at the five of pentacles, right? So another five here. And we have these two people that are out. It's kind of like this snowy day. There's this energy of just kind of like sadness and kind of just not, not the greatest vibes or whatever. And five of pentacles can often represent loss. And usually it's kind of like financial loss. So for some of y'all, when we're connecting this back to the five of cups, it could have been that something happened to you recently 
or maybe you may be going through it right now where your money is just not where you want it to be. So maybe you lost your job or maybe it's something like you expected to get a raise and you didn't get as much of a raise as you wanted and the way inflation is inflating, it's kind of like you took a loss and you know, you're not feeling great about it. Or maybe it's something like something happened where you're no longer feeling super financially secure or you know, whatever. You're kind of feeling like you're in a very rocky place when it comes to your financial security. And because of that, you know, you're, you're in this place where you kind of want to look around and be like, well, this fucking sucks. Like, what am I supposed to do from here? And you're feeling isolated. You might be feeling alone, especially if it feels like there's no one that you can go to, to talk about what it is that you're going through. Then we have the Hermit card. And I promise I'm gonna put all this together at the end, okay? The Hermit card is all about kind of like isolation, but isolation for the sake of self-awareness or for the sake of doing some introspection, some soul searching, that kind of thing, right? The Hermit card is about taking some time to be by yourself, to go inward and find the answers. Instead of looking outside the external world to find the answers to your problems, to find the answers to your questions, you're going inside. You're doing this like deep soul searching, soul searching, soul searching journey in order to really seek your own wisdom because at the end of the day, you do know how to fix this thing. You do know what your truth is. You do know what you need to do. And sometimes when we're in a place where things aren't going the way that we want and it feels like we're just overwhelmed, right? It seems like every single you know second we turn around, something else is going wrong. This is spilled over. This is spilled over. This is not going right. This is not going right. And it's kind of like, well, damn, let me just sit down and fucking soak in this and, and just be mad because what else is going to go wrong, right? It's kind of like you want to to just sit down and be mad about it because you don't know what you can do. But at the end of the day, this hermit card is talking about how sometimes instead of you kind of like, again, looking at that external world, so maybe instead of you asking friends and family or asking other people what they think or, or whatever it is, or like looking to these external sources for the answers to the questions that you are seeking, it's about going inward. So asking yourself, you know, what direction do I need to take? How can I meditate? on what is going on in my life and what this can teach me and then how I can like go from here in order to make a positive change in my life. The hermit is talking about kind of turning away from society, turning away from the materialistic world, turning away from all the chitter chatter and all the voices, all the people on social media who are flexing, all the people in your life who are telling you, you made this mistake and you should have done it this way. And it's about going inside and figuring out, well, what it, what is it that I need to take away from what it is I'm going through right now. So even though you might be going through this, you know, situation where things aren't the greatest, like you're like, yo, I want to make more money. I want to be my, more financially secure. I want to make sure that I am on the up and up and on the come up with whatever it is I'm doing in my life. You have those answers. This is about taking this month to go inward, taking this month to really reflect and do that soul searching. As I mentioned earlier in this energy report, we have Saturn going into Pisces, right? And Saturn going into Pisces, 
Pisces is really a beautiful transit. But as I mentioned earlier, it's about grounding of our dreams. So if you've had these big dreams for a really long time, and maybe you're noticing that things aren't moving upward and aren't progressing in the way that you want them to, especially when it comes to some of the financial investments that you want to make or some of the business ventures that you want to start or some of the big dreams that you have when it comes to how much money that you want to make, you need to go inward and figure out how it is do you ground those things? What actions do you need to take? What things do you need to cut out of your life? What things do you need to bring into your routine in order to get you closer to that? All of the answers that you seek, all of the things that you are searching for, they're within you. You know the answers. You, I promise you, you know the answers. So maybe do some journaling, maybe do some meditation. Take this month and make it all about you. Maybe, you know, and, and not, this is not about like cutting off your friends and like never being social again, but like sometimes we just need a little bit of time to go inward and be with ourselves and to have like that self-reflecting session. And it, it, you know, it could be a couple of days this month. It could be like, maybe it's the whole month. Maybe you're like, I am blocking off my whole calendar for this whole month and I'm dedicating it to me. I'm going inward and I'm going to figure out what it is that I need to do in order to make sure that I am on the up and up. But this isn't necessarily like, you know, you're not going to be down bad forever. Okay. You're not going to be in this place forever, but you do need to go inward and figure out what pivots you need to make in order to create the change in your life that you want to see. Hello, Pile 3, and welcome to your reading. So the three cards that you have are the Page of Cups, the Ace of Pentacles, and the Ten of Wands. And immediately before even like diving into what each of these individual cards mean by themselves, the vibe that I got was some of y'all are like starting an entire new like career path or possibly an entire new chapter when it comes to your career. And it is, just, I'm very excited for you. It's like very, very positive. So let's go ahead and dive into the three different cards and kind of how they all fit together to tell the story. So when we see the page of cups show up in a reading, it can often represent starting something new. And specifically, it can represent starting something new that is very creative. So it doesn't necessarily have to be like related to your career. It could simply just be like a hobby or something that you're interested in that you want to dive into. But I think sometimes these things that we are being called to start, they may be linked to us emotionally, but we may not necessarily like have a practical reason for wanting to start this thing. And again, going back to what we talked about earlier in this uh, specific energy report is like that idea of intuition, right? And the idea of like really allowing ourselves to tap into new ideas, to explore new things, to try some of those out of the box things that we may not necessarily feel, you know, make sense when we look at it or when we think about it from a logical perspective. But when we think about it from this sort of like emotional emotional or intuitive perspective, we realize that we are feeling drawn to it for a reason. The Ace of Pentacles is also coming up here and Pentacles represents kind of like abundance or um, like earthly realm, materialistic things, money, that kind of thing when it comes to Tarot. So when we see the Ace of Pentacles pop up here, we're looking at this hand that's holding the pentacle and it almost to me kind of like looks like a hand that's holding the sun because the hand is kind of coming through the clouds. And the Ace of Pentacles is talking about a new opportunity opportunity that can bring you money. It's talking about something that is going to bring you wealth. It's going to bring you abundance. It's going to bring you 
physical manifestations of whatever it is that you want to experience in this world. Ace of Pentacles represent new beginnings. They represent potential. They represent new opportunities. And because we are talking about physical and materialistic things, we're talking about abundance and we're talking about like actually being able to like hold or touch the things that are coming to life. This is what makes me think career. So for some of you, it is a new job. Maybe you're starting a new job this month. Or for some of y'all, it is a new venture that you're possibly starting or taking on that is going to eventually bring you money. You might receive some more money randomly. You might receive like a job offer or maybe you like get a raise at work, something like that where it is kind of like this new chapter or this new beginning that is going to equate to you being blessed even more financially. And then we have the 10 of wands, my love. So in the 10 of wands card, we see this woman and she's holding up these wands and she's kind of bending over a little bit to indicate that there's a bit of a struggle, right? These wands are not light by any means. This woman, I mean, she might work out. I don't know what she's doing in her free time, but these wands is giving heavy, heavy, heavy energy and she's holding them up. So when we talk about, or when we see the 10 of wands show up in a reading, it can often represent additional like workload, additional burden, additional responsibility that we are taking on. This is basically, you know, us kind of, it's almost for me when I think about the 10 of wands and when I think about what we were talking about earlier, when it comes to the Saturn energy and Saturn moving into Pisces and having to ground ourselves and really realize like how it is that we are contributing or putting in the work for our dream. For me, this gives the vibe of like, you are realizing that you need to put in work, right? You're either starting a new job, starting a new venture. Maybe it is a new creative hobby that you're starting, but overall, this energy is giving in order for you to reap the rewards, reap the benefits of having more money, of having more financial security, of having all of the things that you want manifest, you need to put in the work. This is not going to be a super easy journey. And when I say that, I don't want you to feel discouraged because, you know, I think when we think about manifestation and we think about some of these things that are bringing things that we want to life, often there can be this desire for it to be easy. But what is ease if not boring sometimes? Like, let's be honest honest, okay? Sometimes when we have the things that come up that challenge us, that push us to be more strategic, that push us to think in a different way, it allows us, these things allow us to grow. And so these burdens that are coming your way, this additional responsibility, it's not to, you know, make you feel like you can't ever have the things that you want. It's not to make you feel like, you know, you have to make your dreams smaller, make your vision smaller, think smaller, and not necessarily go after all the things that you want with Gus. So this is for you to step up to the plate. Okay, this is for you to look at your current lifestyle, at your current routines, at the things that you do on a daily basis and ask yourself, am I truly putting in the work? Am I actually holding up all my wants? I want this money. I'm starting off and I'm thinking about this creative venture, this creative hobby, this thing that I want to monetize, this thing that I want to do, this thing that I want to build a life for myself with. But am I actually doing what I need to do? Am I actually putting in the work? Okay, when it comes to tens also in Tarot, tens are like the end of a cycle. So this could also be that you have been putting in the work, right? So, you know, another interpretation of this is like, maybe you have already been putting in a ton of this work and you are going to continue to put in this work, but maybe this, you know, is showing that you've been putting in a ton of this work when it comes to a creative venture, or when it comes to something that you have been trying to monetize and that money is coming in. This is, this is your, you're showing, this is your proof rather that that money is coming in for you, that your goals are right around 
the corner. You are going to hit this thing and you are going to exceed the goals that you set for yourself. Do not stop now. This is not a time for you to stop and quit. You know, you can rest. I always say resting is not quitting. So you can rest, you can pause, you can take a minute to breathe. You can take a minute to reevaluate. You can take a minute to do what you need to do. However, this is not a time for you to quit because yeah, you're tired. Yeah, you've been putting in the work. Yeah, this is a burden. Yeah, this is a lot of responsibility. But also remember why you're doing what you're doing. Also remember what your vision is. Also remember why you took that leap in the first place. Why you took those chances in the first place. That money is coming in. Make no mistake about it. If you haven't seen it, if you're like, damn, I've been putting in this work and I, listen, it's coming. I understand. It's coming. Okay? This card is also a reminder that whenever we are working towards big things, right? Whenever we have these big goals, these big dreams, these big visions, we have to remember that also means big responsibility. If you want to do really great things in this world, if you have all of the ways that you want to change this world, that is amazing. I'm excited for you. I love that for you. However, you got to remember that there is responsibility in that. And again, this is not to deter you. This is just to remind you that you were asking for so much beautiful things so many beautiful manifestations to come in but remember on the other side of that lies you having to be responsible you having to be diligent you having to be committed and you having to move a different way in order to continue to grow and maintain this but i'm super excited for y'all these are some beautiful cards it just shows me growth it shows me responsibility and it shows me that whatever it is that you're working on whatever it is that you're actually like putting your time and energy into it is going to pay off Okay, my loves, that is the March 2023 energy report. Thank you so much, my love, for joining me for today's episode. If you enjoyed this one, please make sure to leave a five-star review for the podcast if you have never left one before. I would very much appreciate it. And also make sure to share this episode with a friend of yours, maybe someone who's like into astrology as well, or maybe just someone who wants to understand the energy of this month and how they can really harness this energy to make this the most amazing month ever. So thank you again for being here, my loves. I very, very, very much appreciate you. And I will chat with you in the very next episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.